Today, we're going to talk to the product manager of a brand new tool that we just released here at Helium 10 that helps you do everything from building your landing pages, building your email list, generating custom two-step URLs, deep links, and more. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And today, we're going to be talking about some new strategies that is going to be available from Helium 10. And because of that, I've invited special guest, my brother from another mother, Barkus Patty. Barkus, how's it going? It's great, man. I love that intro. <laughs> All right. So, Barkus, you are uh, in Alabama right now, right? That's correct. How are things going over there as far as, like, are there cases of coronavirus near you? or um, There is, I think there's one case that's about 45 minutes north of me. There's nothing, like, in my direct local area. Um, everybody's, I, there's definitely a downturn in, you know, restaurants and and bars and that stuff um but nothing school uh school to, will be shut down for about three weeks starting tomorrow um at least through april 5th and that's state mandated um so i think everybody is still being cautious here there's there's 29 confirmed cases in the state i'm sure there's more um and uh we're all just kind of playing it by year the uh, the local grocery stores like there's Publix and there's Walmart and a few other small ones and uh, they're rapidly running out of you know all the the main stuff but um, it's not it's not horrible like I went this weekend and I was able to uh, try to stock up on some non perishables just in case you know let's say Walmart has to shut down or were, were you able to get toilet paper or are you using uh, your tree leaves yet <laughs> no or no, no. What's going on uh, over there? We key, I, I do the paper products on Amazon subscribe and save. So I usually buy that. I don't have a ton, but we've got, you know, we've got enough to last us for a few weeks, like paper towels and some other paper, uh, toilet paper, other paper products. So I usually do that just because it's just easier. The stuff I know will always need. So I kind of buy it in semi bulk. I don't have a ton. So nobody come ransack my house, please. We're talking about serious strategies for sellers. So that is why I brought you on because we're launching a new tool in Helium 10, that is something that has been asked for from us for probably ever since I started. So it's been almost two years now. But before we you know, say what the tool is, let's talk about why it's even important to be doing the kind of activity that this tool is going to help sellers to do. So first of all, let's talk about outside traffic. So, you know, you've got a lot of experience with sending outside traffic to, you know, to Amazon from outside sources and the kind of effects that it has. So why is that even important? Because, you know, some people might be under the impression that, Hey, I only need PPC. You know, why would I, why would Amazon care if traffic is coming from out outside of Amazon? So can, can you talk about that for a little bit? Yes. Uh, and I, I, this is like one of my favorite topics, uh, because I love seeing brands that, uh, are diversifying not only in brands in, in, in complementary products and multiple brands, but just selling elsewhere, whether that is retail, whether that is you know, locally, other marketplaces, your own website. So you'll probably have to cut me off because I will talk about this a lot. Um, I, I, and I really think that uh, it's kind of, um, 
maybe ominous that we're having this conversation right now because everybody just got the email last night that Amazon is temporarily stopping uh, certain a lot of categories from being able to send in shipments through April 5th. Um, and that's the exact reason why you need outside traffic is to essentially control your own destiny with your business. Um, if you learn how to effectively drive traffic, then you can send them wherever you want. Absolutely, Walmart is this powerhouse, and it continues to be a powerhouse even right now and in everything that's going on um, with the world. So, but you know, it's there are tons of horror stories out there of, hey, I can't send any inventory in, or I missed the deadline for a lightning deal, or I missed the deadline for Prime Day, or for Q4, or my listing got suspended, and 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 or my account got suspended, and they have nowhere to, and they have to to pull all the inventory out of their, out of Amazon. That's the only place they're selling. Not that Amazon is a bad place, but if you want to scale these brands in any way, shape or form, uh, you have to at least start thinking about outside traffic, like bringing outside traffic to your listing. Because again, if you can do it effectively, then you're not, you're not sitting on Facebook wondering, Hey man, is everybody's sales down? Like you're not that worried about that because you're, you're controlling that, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Now just from an Amazon algorithm, viewpoint though so a little bit more on a nerdy level here why why do you think that amazon algorithm and how does it favor outside traffic as opposed to a listing that's just all 100 of their traffic is just within amazon search and ppc i'll try to answer that in the best way possible because um the, the algorithm is constantly changing we all know that and i think that uh, in my personal opinion based on experience of, of helping other brands and, and working with my, my my own brand and working with friends uh, Amazon does favor outside traffic for, to me, the logical reason is if I'm paying to send traffic, good traffic to my listings that converts, Amazon will reward me because those people are, are likely to stay on Amazon and purchase something else that might be a prime video, uh, the a rental, or that might be, uh, another physical product. So, but a- Amazon's released statistics in the past and I don't know what they are recently, but Amazon has stats that people that come to Amazon typically don't just buy one product at a time. Um, so it, it's it's free traffic for them. So uh, it, it logically, it makes sense for Amazon to uh, want sellers um, and other businesses to to drive traffic to their Amazon listings. Absolutely. And Amazon, you know, dedicates a lot of new metrics even now for for sellers, you know, through Amazon attribution. So you can see kind of like, you know, the quality and, and the path that, that these people are taking there. We had Lazar on the podcast last month. So guys, if you haven't checked out that episode, make sure to go back and look up Lazar, L-A-Z-A-R, and check out his podcast that was about Amazon attribution. Now, let's uh, switch gears a little bit. What about, you know, building email lists? You know, a lot of people say, oh, email is so 2003, you know, it's dead. You know, there's no point to, to build up your, your email list. Nobody reads emails, but but can you talk a little bit about the importance of still trying to build your own audience via email off of Amazon? Yeah, um, I, I really think that uh, if the people that are saying that email is dead, um, they're just not, they're not communicating with their core audience, right? Uh, if you have really, really low open rates, you're not talking to them in a way that makes them want to stay on that list or take any action, which is a whole other conversation about copy and understanding your core audience. But uh, um you know, it, it's not dead. It, it's just another way to communicate with people that are likely to buy your product and, and get people to buy your product, become brand advocates, um, repeat purchases, increasing 
average order order value. There, there's so many, and we all know, like, I think I know more than anybody at Helium 10. It's really hard. You to know compete. more than anybody? Are you saying you're smarter than anybody at Helium 10? Well, my goodness. let me finish this sentence <laughs> okay. about, about, about communicating with people via Amazon's buyer seller messaging platform. So, you know, follow up is mm. a great example. Mm. It's gone through a lot of changes just in, you know, I've been with a company like nine months now. Uh, it's gone through a lot of changes and Amazon is slowly restricting the way you communicate the language that you use, how frequently um, you, that you communicate with people through buyer seller messaging platform. And I understand Amazon's side, so to speak, from a, these are our customers, privacy is a big issue and it will always continue to be a, a, an issue down the road. So I understand them wanting to protect uh, the credibility of their brand as Amazon. At the same time, it makes us really hard. It makes it really hard for us to communicate and really asking for a review. It, it makes it difficult. So capturing people's uh, email addresses and building these lists and you can build multiple lists and we could talk about that later. But people that are engaged with your brand outside of Amazon, it, it's much easier to take them to Amazon. You know, if you have this list of curating and you're whether it's a weekly newsletter or you're driving people to social media um, any type of valuable content about your brand or anything that really uh, is relevant to your brand's products um, just kind of keeps it keeps their mind in the back of their head. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I got to I got to order this product. I meant to do this like two weeks ago. Uh, and that happens more than you think. If you think about it from a consumer's point of view, um, it's you know, I get emails all the time. I don't read a lot of them, but then I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to sign up for that or I need to order that or I need to do this. So. Uh, it's just another way. And when you have this list, you can also push them into, if you want to get into text messaging platforms and messenger, uh, Facebook messenger platforms, like yeah. you can start really segmenting these audiences, uh, not just email, but other platforms as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, so before without, you know, having to postpone it any further, and a lot of you guys probably already heard about this in our mega webinar that, that we just did this week announcing it, the new tool that we have launched is called Portals by Helium 10. Portals by Helium 10. So Barkus is the product manager for, for Portals here at Helium 10. So Barkus, let, let's just dive right in. Let's talk a little bit about what Portals is. Like what were some of the, first of all, what were some of the things that we were hearing from our customers that kind of triggered us to, to say, yeah, this is something we need to focus on going forward. As our customers' businesses are maturing, um, they're wanting to do other things than just sell on Amazon. They're, should I should I open a Shopify store? Should I open a WooCommerce store? Should should I branch out into social media? Should I be um, should I be doing any of these things? Should I get on Walmart? So our customers are getting to the point that they're you know a lot of them are already selling on other platforms and you know so how do you do that? How do you get there? And one of the one of the best things to do is start building an email list, doing it from day one, doing it from day one sets you up. So in two years from then, when you're curating this list and communicating with them, you know, it, and you can push them anywhere. If you start launching a product on, on walmart.com, you've got this list. Hey, we just launched this brand new product. I've got 10% off. Click here to sign up and get your code now. If these people are curated, they love your brand, they bought print, that, that, that's an easy ask for them because they already like your product. So, um, you know, our, our customers are just maturing to, to look into other avenues of, of revenue for their brand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, what would you say is the main functionality of this tool? Like, I, I know there's like kind of like different, different ones, but let's, let's just take it one at a time. What for you, like if you're using it, which I think you are for your own business, 
what's the first thing that you want to use portals for? Yep. So real quick, if, if, if you haven't already figured it out right now, portals is a landing page tool that we've optimized for Amazon sellers. That's the easiest way to describe it. But one of the first things to do is, is to set up a landing page. And if you don't know what a landing page is, it's just a, it's a simple web page with a, a, a singular, uh, in, in my opinion, you need a singular uh, call to action. Uh, drive them to this page to get them to do one thing. Only allow them to do one thing, either exit or sign up for something or click here to buy now. First thing you should be doing is a simple email subscribe button, uh, an email subscribe page. And this just allows you to start gathering um, emails. Okay. So that, can you walk us through like the flow a, a little bit, like, you know, what you're setting up on your own and then where portals comes into play and then what the end result is? Sure. So you can set up multiple we're going to call them portals. So when we refer to portals, that's the landing page. So you can set up multiple portals within uh, within your account. What I would recommend if you're if you're new to this at all, if you're, you're like I, I have I don't have an email list, Sparkus, I don't know what to do. We have we have different themes and we have different templates in here. Um, and the whole idea is to make this as simple as possible, but still have some unique and some pretty cool features in here. The first thing I would do is a simple email subscribe landing page. You go in there, you you put your copy in here, and for whatever, give them a reason to do it. Maybe you give them, maybe if you are in food categories, maybe you give them a recipe book uh, that's a, 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 a PDF that they can either download or you can email to them. Um, you know, maybe there is a video that they can watch. So give them a reason, but, you know, you, you create, uh, you start driving traffic to the landing page so people start emailing and subscribe. From there, you can start doing other types of landing pages for, for email subscriptions. So, for example, you could do a warranty page. Uh, you could have uh, on a product insert or on the packaging on your Amazon, on your products on Amazon. You can have a QR code that links to the landing page. You can have or just the URL built onto the packaging itself. Hey, click here to register your warranty. Like maybe you have a Bluetooth speaker. Uh, that you sell something that's electronic that could break it has batteries it has multiple moving pieces it's a little complicated people want to sign up for a warranty because it just further enhances the, the overall brand image of your product like we stand behind our product you have you have a two-year warranty whatever that is you could set up a warranty page so you can also set up a, a giveaway page maybe you're maybe you create an ad and you're driving tra traffic from facebook or google or, or other social media and you can drive traffic to a giveaway page hey every month we're giving away um Whatever. Um, we're giving away an Amazon gift card. We're giving away one of our Bluetooth speakers. Absolutely free. Nothing. You don't have to purchase anything. All you have to do is subscribe. Click, Give us your email address and subscribe to the giveaway. So there's multiple ways to start driving traffic and start getting attention for uh, start getting attention for your brand. So are these like landing pages kind of hosted by Helium 10, right? They're hosted by Helium 10. Correct. And then what kind of visibility is portals giving the sellers who, so, I mean, are they able to see how many people are, are viewing it? How many people are clicking on it? Things like that. Yeah. So we've built in some interesting graphs and from an account level, you can go in here and you can see um, all of your active portals. You can see how many visitors you had, how many clicks uh, and how many emails you've collected. So we've got a couple of the graphics too. We've got where you can, and you can actually compare this data to in an account level. Let's say you have, um, three different uh, active portals going on. And you can kind of measure the difference between visitors, between clicks, uh, between email collection and click-through rate. So you get to kind of see like maybe there's maybe there's one ad that's really outperforming. 
some other, um, you know, maybe you have two portals that just aren't really doing much. There's not a lot of, maybe there's a lot of visitors, but not a lot of clicks, not a lot of email collection, but you've got one that's got tons of, tons of visitors and tons of clicks and tons of email. Go back and look at that ad that you created, that campaign, or wherever you're driving that from, you know, maybe from social media, find out what's working that message with your audience. Um, and at a, at a, at a campaign level, at, at, uh, at an individual portal level, you can see a few things. You can see um, devices and countries, and you can also see some operating systems. So um, you get to see, are they using Android? Are they using a, a, an iPhone device? Are they using a mobile device or a desktop? And which country they're coming from? Um, and we've got some other things, too, that we're working on as well. But that also tells you, Bradley, maybe you're driving traffic and everybody from um, mobile devices is really responding. So maybe that tells you, like, I really need to focus on when I create these Facebook ads, for example, I don't need to worry about desktop so much because I'm not getting a lot of attention. Let's say you're targeting San Diego, for example, uh, in a Facebook ad and like, hey, everybody in San Diego, I've got a special deal for you. You notice that there's a lot of traffic in the country section coming from Mexico. Maybe you only want traffic from the U.S. because it's Amazon.com and you're not selling on Mexico's marketplace yet. So maybe you dial that back down a bit. You can target 20 mile radius of San Diego, but maybe you dial that back a bit because you don't want to pay for traffic that won't convert. We talked a little bit about the email subscription page. There's also a thank you page that you can hook up to that. And that thank you page is like, hey, thanks so much for subscribing. By the way, here's some products that we recommend, some of our best sellers. Uh, you can also drive them to download or watch another video. When it comes to building these pages out, we've got a couple things. So one thing I really want to point out too is this is these are optimized for Amazon sellers, but you can absolutely use this product for any product that you sell off of Amazon. If you are selling products on eBay or Walmart, Etsy, for example, um, you can come in and build your custom product for this. So it works for pretty much any type of product on the internet. Also, it doesn't have to be just your Amazon account. No. Let's say we're going to build out a product landing page. Uh, the, and we've, and I feel like we've made it as easy as possible. You pretty much just have to put in your your URL for your product. So you can just go to your listing. You don't have to sit there and, and copy and paste the ASIN. You don't have to remember your ASIN. Just go to your product list. Um, and then you copy and paste and drop in your Amazon URL for an Amazon product. Now, this also works for multiple marketplaces. We're right now, uh, I know this is not live and we're not going to release this tomorrow, for example. But right now, we're still trying to solve for like Amazon Japan because it um, it imports things, but not correctly because it's a completely different type of alphabet. For example, it's not, not just a different language, completely different type of alphabet. So we're working to solve for some of those. But the majority of Amazon marketplaces out there, uh, international marketplaces, this works as well. So you put your URL in here and it pulls in your, ma uh, your main image, but all of your images as well. It also pulls in your videos um, because you and you don't have to use your main image as the image for your portal. You can you can move around, you can select which one of your images from your Amazon listing. You can also upload your own image. You can also embed a video. So if you have a video for your product that's doing really well, um, on maybe on some other type of traffic or if it's, it's built into the listing as well, you can certainly use that. Uh, but we also pull in the title, ASIN, regular price, um, and we pull in your bullet points too. You can edit those, but we figured that most of your benefit statements for your products are going to be in your bullet points. So that's what we decided to pull. You can also completely scrap all that and change it all around. Uh, from this page, you can enable a discount. So if you want to drive traffic and give them a discount, uh, whether that's you know 5% or whatever, you can certainly do that. And you can actually generate some special two-step URLs and other kinds of URLs 
within portals, right? Absolutely. We've essentially integrated our uh, gems page into portals. So if, if you're not familiar with gems is, is helium10.com forward slash gems, G-E-M-S. Uh, you can build several different types of uh, URLs for your Amazon product. We've essentially built that into portals. So it makes it really easy. So if you want to create multiple, uh, if you want to create multiple different uh, URLs, like you want to do three and you want to test these out and see which one works. If you want to try to get different keywords, you can certainly do that. Um, you can also do a couple of cool things that I'm really happy about. Um, you can install a Facebook or Instagram pixel. Uh, it's the same thing for Facebook and Instagram. So if you have a Facebook pixel, you have an Instagram pixel. Um, you can also um, install a, you can also put in your Google Analytics tracking code or you can do a custom tracking code. Now, what all that means is it allows you to track activity uh, and retarget people based on their activity inside the portal. Um, and we have a custom option because um, we realize that social media is constantly changing. Um, we like, for example, uh, I don't know, a lot of people know this, but Snapchat, for example, has their own pixel. Um, TikTok has it, but right now it's kind of gated and you have to be spending a, tons of money each month just with TikTok to be able to access that pixel. But one day we assume that it's going to become available and it'll be easy to integrate here. So these pixels, these page tracking, all that does is allow you to track activity once they leave your uh, portal. So for example, if you're trying to drive traffic to for sales, maybe you retarget these people in seven to 10 days. Hey, what did you think of the product? Um, and you can do that based on their activity uh, on the portal. So if you know that everybody clicked a button, they can go to, you can retarget them seven to 10 days later saying based on everybody that visited this page, hey, what did you think? Something else really cool that we have is deep linking. Now, what deep linking is very simply, it is uh, if somebody is visiting your portal from an Android device or an iOS device and they click there and it takes them to Amazon, it will take them to your product on the Amazon app. So they're not going to go to a mobile site and you can turn that on or turn that off. I, I would recommend leaving it on all the time. Um, you're much more likely to have a better conversion rate if that's turned on because We've all used our phone to go to Amazon's mobile site before, and it's just awful compared to the Amazon app. And there's just less things that the customer has to do if the product is already inside their Amazon app. It's right there. They click add to cart or click buy now and boom, it's done. It's over with. So do two-step URLs work with deep linking or, or is there some kind of something that falls away there? No, they, they all work together. So um, if, if, for example, you want to drive people to... Uh, um, if you don't want to drive them directly to your product, if you want to drive them to, let's say you're on page five of a product, uh, if you're on page five for a keyword, the deep link will take them to that spot on the Amazon app. So then they can still, and you can instruct people. If you're going to do that, you, need, you really want to instruct your customers to, hey, you might have to search for this product. And really it's just, you know, scrolling with their thumb or finger. Okay, cool. What else does a tool have that maybe we, we haven't mentioned or maybe another use case? Like, can anything that is done there like trigger any kind of automations at this time? So we've got an integration with Zapier. And what that allows you to do is really connect to multiple other platforms and automate certain things. Probably what's going to be really popular as far as a few options is you can hook up your email subscription or your sales page to an email sequence, maybe with MailChimp. So if you have a MailChimp account, you can have you can create a free account with them if you don't already have one. Um, and you can create a free Zapier account too. It's Z-A-P-I-E-R dot C-O-M. Um, and Zapier is really just a, uh, a hand holder. It's gonna, it's gonna recognize, when you set it up, it's gonna recognize that 
Bradley went to Barks's portal and gave his email address. And your positioning on that email, uh, on that uh, portal should be like, hey, give us your email address. We'll let you know when this is coming out. We're also going to, um, you know, let you know. Basically, you just want to let people know before you, they put their email address, hey, we're going to be contacting you. People assume it, but you still want to be very clear in the message. But when Bradley goes to Barks's portal and puts in his email address, it will fire an email sequence from MailChimp. And maybe that's a three email sequence. Maybe that's longer, but it, you know, it can be something like, hey, thanks for subscribing. You know, um, be on the lookout. Your coupon code is coming on our launch date of you know, March 31st, for example. Uh, but you could do other things too. You can take uh, everybody that interacted with your portal and you can push them to a Facebook custom audience. So you can automatically retarget them. Uh, there's a ton of things you could do, and we could probably spend about four days explaining all the cool things about Zapier. Um, but it's very simple to set up. If, you, if you're currently using Zapier.com, you'll instantly know how to set this up. Um, I'm really happy about that because that, that allows some automation there because everybody in this business time is our, our greatest asset. So the less things that you have to do manually, the better. Okay. That, this is all exciting. I know there's plenty more that we can talk about now. Not everybody at the beginning is going to be able to get access to a portal. So may, it's possible by the time that you guys are hearing this podcast that we've already filled up our beta group of 1,000 users. But if that's the case, guys, just make sure that you can upgrade your plan to Elite. And those those members who have Elite, I'm not sure. It might, it might be Diamond too. I'll have to check on that. But at least Elite for sure. You guys, even if the original beta group is closed. Anybody with Elite will be able to get in and possibly with Diamond as well. But for those who you know are not able to upgrade to, to those categories at this time and they weren't able to get in the first thousand, uh, is there a timeline on when this might be uh, open to the rest of the audience? Um, so yeah, so right now it is limited release uh, beta. It's closed beta, meaning after that first thousand people, we're not going to allow anybody back in. Um, and this is something kind of new that we're starting with Helium 10 and We'll probably see in future tools um, a closed beta. Like it's been in, uh, it's been in a, a small beta program right now. But the the concept with beta is we just want to before we release it to everybody. Um, you know, we want to get some user feedback, but we also want to you know test the waters with it, so to speak. All right, no worries, no worries. Now we're going to get into Barkus's, which is your thirty second tip. Just for it doesn't have to be with, about portals. It could be, but before we get into that. We're going to play the search volume game. I don't think in the, my previous times we've had you on, we played the search volume game with you. So basically I'm going to give you three keywords and you are going to tell me what you think the search volume of each one is or not the, which, which search volume goes to which keyword. I'm going to give you three keywords, three search volumes. Everybody who's listening at home or in the car be playing along right with us. So the three keywords are, let's see here, beard trimmer. Okay, and then we're going to go with beard oil for men. And we're going to have beard growth kit. Okay, now one of these keywords has about 90,000 estimated monthly searches. Another one has about 23,000. And the other one is not too far off. So they're, they're kind of close together. The least one has 17,000. So which keyword goes to which search volume? I'm going to say the beard growth kit is 90,000 beard oil for men is around 20 and then so beard trimmer should be 17. All right so somebody a very experienced with beards having a luxurious one himself and who is in the beard category in Amazon you got one out of three correct all right the actual number one is beard trimmer 
believe it or not. 90,000 people are searching for beard trimmers, maybe because it's getting warmer. So the people who have the long beards, maybe they want to trim it. I don't know. But the beard oil for men is 23,000 and the uh, beard growth kit is 17,000. So there, 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 there you have it, guys. I, I guess people aren't that interested in growing their beards right now, but. I haven't, I haven't optimized my listings since, uh, since Q4. So that's right. Nobody buys a beard trimmer in the wintertime. Most of the time they don't. There we go. There we go. All right. So now we come to the part of the show called the, or the TST 30 second tip. What is something that you could give a value, a strategy that is actionable, somewhat unique. It could be about portals. It could be about trimming your beard. I mean, it could be about anything, but something that's uh, valuable for our listeners that you can say in 30 seconds or less, go whenever you're ready. What I love to do is I love to do um, competitor research and it's not just on Amazon. I go to their websites and I sign up for all of their email lists. Um, I sign up for everything I can. I contact customer support and ask them questions. I'm not rude or mean, but I'm just asking real questions. I want to see how quickly they're uh, responding and, and how often and how well they respond. So that's the kind of level of competitor research that I do. That is pretty cool. I have never heard of that before, but you can get, well, what is, you know, the, the 30 second tip is over, but what are some insights? What's like a cool thing that you have learned by using that strategy? It's actually pretty interesting. Um, so one of my, one of my biggest competitors, um, they built a quiz and they did this like eight years ago. Um, and they built weight into all the answers. Um, they built this quiz uh, about like what kind of, basically what kind of man are you, you know? So it's very, it's very, uh, it could go very well or very, very badly, very quickly, you know? Um, but they did it really right. And they, and they did this like 2012, 2013, but they built this quiz. Like, do you like this? Do you do this? Are you outdoorsman? Do you sit in your, at, at your desk all day? Anyway, so they weighted all the answers and then based on all the answers, they calculated and then automated a response. This is the kind of person you likely are. And these are the products that we recommend. And that allowed them to build a list of, I mean, and this is like pre Amazon gold mine rush. You know, this, they did this 2012, 2013, allowed them to build a list of way over 250,000 people. Um, this is, you know, hmm. this is several years ago. So that's a really advanced level of, of a, um, uh, of building an email list, but that kind of stuff still works. Cool. Cool. I love it. Love it. Never heard that one before. Anyways, Barkus, thank you so much for joining us and getting us excited about this new tool. It's going to be exciting to see how the users out there use it. So if you guys are already using portals by the time you hear this, you know, let us know in the comments. If, if you're on one of the pages that has comments, let us know how you're using it, uh, how you like it, what you don't like about it. Uh, I promise Barkus feelings won't get hurt. He takes constructive criticism well, uh, even though he's the smartest guy at Helium 10. So let him know how Never we can make it better. Down. <laughs> You're never going to live that one down, uh, Marcus. Anybody at the Helium 10 socials, people at the Helium 10 socials, they'll see you. They're like, oh, okay, so I'm the immature one and you're the smart one. Okay. I uh, never, but no. anyways. Okay. Um, so now, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, thank you, Marcus, for joining us and look forward to whatever your next project is here at Helium 10. Yep, yep. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Quick note, guys, don't forget that regardless where you are listening to this podcast, whether it's on your iPhone or on Stitcher or on Spotify, that you hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we drop a new episode.